friendly reminder to rate, like, subscribe, and follow Teach Me Good wherever you listen to podcasts. Pretty please. It helps us out a lot. Okay. Now that you've done that, go check out our Patreon where we're trying to save up to talk to Tony Hawk via Cameo. Plus you get lots of perks like a mug. And exclusive episodes. Love you. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Teach Me Good podcast with your host, Art Kai. Soon you'll hear from him and his friend, Fernando, and later they'll talk to a special guest who will teach them about something. Not everything will be accurate, but hey, we're all just trying our best out here. Yee-haw! Enjoy. Good morning. Good morning. You know, I woke up today wanting uh, kids. Yeah, you know how you know how women get baby crazy because it's like they're like they get to that age of like it's time to have a baby. I mean, I don't I don't know about this because I don't believe that women are reduced to only children and being mothers. But I mean, if you do, you don't that's believe, fine. You don't believe in women. Uh, you know, um, I I I am I'm just a good person. So no, I don't know what you're talking about because, like I said, I don't reduce women to that. You don't but, think you've you ever met a woman who's like. I want a baby because I've met a few. Sure, I've met, like, I've met an individual a, person that happens to be a woman <laughs> that wants children. Yes, I have met that person before. But well, a, do, would, I, would, I, would I attribute that one person's characteristic to all of women? No. Thank you. No more questions. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm saying some women have baby, get baby crazy. Yeah, some people, you know. Yeah, that's people, what I'm saying. You know, I woke up, dude. I've been know, baby crazy I, I just, off and I on. Like, I feel like just reducing people to their gender just by specifying that they're women. I've I've met some some women, sure, but I've you also met, met some, some yeah. men. I've I've met some some of they them's. You know, I've I've met I met all of these people, and some of them have been <laughs> baby crazy. Some of them have not. Uh, okay. Well, either way, what I'm trying to say here is. I woke up wanting kids today, and sometimes women feel yeah. that way too. And you're right; sometimes other people feel that way. But I've never met a dude who's baby crazy. Okay, sure. Have you ever sure. met a dude who's baby crazy? But to be fair, Art only hangs out with women, so <laughs> yeah, specifically baby crazy women. Yeah. So my my whole worldview is skewed that way. Yeah. You know, this is an uncomfortable intro. <laughs> um, Why? But yes, I have met people that are baby crazy. I have I have met these people, and I guess today, this morning specifically, you are one of those people. Yeah, I woke up feeling like I could have six kids right now. I would love. Yeah. I was. I in mean, bed. you wouldn't have them. Your your okay, loving Jesus adoring Christ. girlfriend would have them. Jesus Christ! Uh, but way to take it's credit for that one, Art. God you know, way to take credit for the work that your your significant other, the love of your life, would be doing for nine months. Or what's what's nine times six? What is that? Forty five for forty five months. Yeah, straight. So <laughs> you just have you one just, baby after you, another. You just woke up today and decided you wanted to put your loving girlfriend through forty five months. Yeah. Of what they call just a very magical time, but also seems like a very painful time. What do you, you know about up, childbirth? You, I don't know anything about it, and that's uh, that's the <laughs> that's point. Why. I just know what I've been told, and so really. That's why we're here. I, just think it's a, I think it's very interesting that you woke up and decided, yeah, my girlfriend is going to have six babies. I didn't even consult her about that. No, no, no. I didn't even say my – I just said me. I want to be – I can be a single dad. I don't care. Sure. I can adopt. Mm-hmm. I'll have – I mean, they got to be They got to be baby, though. They can't, I can't just adopt yeah. like a teenager. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I wish guys could have uh, like some seahorses. Yeah, like seahorses. Yeah, you know, is that a thing? Can seahorse? Can male seahorses have kids? Yeah, see, male seahorses are the ones that give birth. Um, That's sick. You know, as somebody that is a feminist, again, I I did research all ways that men can give birth. So like, I've actually been like learning how to use the the um, technology CRISPR so that I can. <laughs> I can combine yeah, combine human DNA with seahorse DNA so that I actually can give birth to my own children. I like how you're inter- you're like researching how you can do this, <laughs> even though you are twenty something years old already. Uh, so you'd have to go back in time before you were born to genetically. You're saying you're saying you want to genetically modify yourself right now. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, my my whole dream is to also just be <laughs> such a prodigious CRISPR. CRISPR user? user like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you call CRISPRite. I don't know what you call CRISPRs. But Crispinian? Crispian? Yeah. <laughs> that I just want to be able to actually modify my current human self. Yes. Yeah. I feel like if you had access to CRISPR, that shit probably is so addictive. You know? Yeah, no, like... <laughs> I feel like if I could modify my... Oh, my God. Someone with low self-esteem like me, I would be a totally different person. Dude, it would change the field of plastic surgery because you can you just know genetically is, change it. Is yeah. I would never stop being five seven. I would, <laughs> I could change. I would change everything about myself. Would stay five seven. Five seven. There yeah. was a story that came out of L.A. Uh, course of like this doctor that specializes in giving men. Uh, I don't forget what it's called, but it makes them taller. And the dude who did it was five seven. He got to five ten. He like you have to like break your femur. And insert yeah. like a hip for, or a bone from your hip or something. That's the thing they do in China, yeah. So you could be five ten, but you wouldn't yeah. want to be. No, so. I, I think I think people. I mean, this is to get really off topic, but like I think people put like guys put too much weight into their height. Like, sure, there are women that don't want to date or people that don't, don't want to date people because of their height. But yeah. I feel like it's not as big of an issue as people make it out. Because like I said, I am I am not five ten. I am shorter than that. I am yeah. a, a height that is considered short. And I am, uh, I'm get to minds, you know, like it's not a, this feels like a weird brag. <laughs> it feels cool, dude, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What do you want me to say, dude? Real good. Let's cut this part out of the pod. You're like, <laughs> no, like we're, keep, we're keeping this. Well, all I'm saying is I feel like people make it out to be more than it is. I feel like, like when people talk about that. Wow. Well, all of our in, the incel demographic of our podcast are going to come at you. Yeah. This is, this is bad. <laughs> because I also find that like people that I've met that are like five, seven are also, they also have girlfriends. Like. Yeah, like a lot of them are dating people, and they're like, "It's so hard being sure." And I'm like, "It's not, okay? It's also fun climbing on shit." What are you talking about? <laughs> it's funny that you think that like tall dudes can't climb on stuff. That's <laughs> yeah, but it's it's like I have to, I have more opportunities, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I I, my, I have high cabinets, and sometimes I got to climb a little bit to get to the top of the cabinet. I one of my old roommates was a short dude. I think he was like five six, five five or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he, he was talking about uh, hooking up with taller women. And he's like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny you to climb on them. I'm like, that's that's that was a weird thing to hear. <laughs> that <was a> weird. <laughs> nah. yeah. You get it. You get it. Yeah, climbing. <laughs> Fucking a mountaineer over there. It was. It's funny because he's like a handsome dude. He's like a good looking dude, which yeah. is why he, he also gets his. And yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, sometimes you're just like climbing around. I'm like. That was weird. That was a weird comment. That was a weird that's, comment. That's funny. What are you talking about? That would have made me laugh. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I just, yeah, I know I just did blow itself into a tangent. But yeah, I think yeah. that people, I think guys in particular put too much, or like sometimes you'll have guys that date taller women 
mm-hmm. and they will seem kind of insecure about it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, it's they're into you already. Why are you why are you insecure? They're they're into you. Right. It's fine. Zendaya like, and Tom Holland have changed the course yeah. already. I don't know. I so. think I just kind of find that like if someone's not attracted to you, that just means that they were not it was not meant to be and it's not really it's, <laughs> it's not really, really love. Not, yeah, like like someone that is gonna be attracted to you and someone that you will have fun with will not care. And so and there are so many people, especially we live in New York City, baby. Yeah. There's so many people. You're going to find somebody. It's not a big deal. Well, unfortunately, that's not the case with having children. Uh, you're kind of oh, yeah. stuck with back, the kids baby. you have. I, well, you, you got it. Because uh, today we're talking to a doula. <laughs> doula. <laughs> a doula, which I'm going to have at my own child. Uh, what is a doula, like, Art? What is a doula? I think a doula is like a person that it, like can give babies. Can it's They are like. They give babies. It's like a stork. They, yeah, kind of. Okay. They get stork vibes. Um, yeah. The person we are talking to today is stork-like. <laughs> That's oh, not, my God. Not I at hope, all. I, don't, yeah, I hope don't, she does not hear this intro. <laughs> what, what I mean is storks are tall, and she's like a tall She's a tall person. I feel like me and her are like the same height. <laughs> no, dude. She's like at least 5'10". <laughs> uh, I, anyway, she's I, a friend of ours. <laughs> very good friend. Very sweet person. Very fun. Yeah. Uh, but no, she uh, is a doula, and she like delivers yeah. babies, which I think is yeah. what they do. Also, right? I feel, yeah, I think, yeah, I think they help. I, I'm be honest, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know much about <laughs> all. Like even when I hear the word doula, I'm just like, I feel like this is. I'm saying this. I feel like I know. I'm shouldn't be saying this word. Well, my mind goes to two places: douche and duva, like duva cups. All right. Wow. Du- diva, diva cups. Yeah, you really, all really right. pigeonholed the gender aspect of this again. <laughs> Uh, well, those are, I mean, the words sound so uh-huh. similar, and they're all related to, like, the, the genital yeah. area. Yeah. The general genital area. Yeah. You know, doula yeah. also sounds similar to uh, the name of our guest. Now this feels offensive. <laughs> Dan- <laughs> Danielle Deludy. Deludy. Do you think they ask her about that when she's, like, Del- interviewing? Deludy. Deludy. Danielle, Guys, if you could, if you I'm so sorry. Combine Dula with the Ludi, please, please do that and send us an audio clip. Of she's gonna be so pissed hearing this intro. Like, no, I'm sure she's hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, well, guys, enjoy this episode. Our conversation with Danielle Deludi, the Dula. Short. Hi, my name is Danielle Deludi, and I'm going to teach Art and Fernando about being a doula because they don't know where babies come from. That's true. I actually, yeah, never, not at all. Never had gotten to talk, so I don't really know. Yeah. And I didn't babies. either. I didn't really Wait, get to really? talk either. Yeah. And now you, this is your. Does anybody profession? get to talk? I think Some collectively, at least, like I can only really speak about. I mean, I can really only speak about my own experience, but like America seems to be not getting the talk. Anti-talk. Really not getting pretty the talk. Repressed. Pretty collectively ignorant about yeah. childbirth. I think. I don't know. I feel like I got. I have a few friends who talked about getting the talk. I remember that. No. That was a hot I think take. I think people just kind of figure out. Like, you just learn yeah. it through, like, osmosis. Almost. Yeah. Well, was the talk that you got or that your friends got more about, like, hey, if you have, like, penetrative sex, then mm-hmm. that could result in pregnancy. But then it sort of ends there. Like, no one's yeah. telling you. And here's what to expect of pregnancy and childbirth. Mm-hmm. No one no. knows anything yeah. about childbirth. No. I, you know, right. hashtag yeah. not everyone. Not everybody. Yeah. Some, people, some people know a little some bit. Some people know a bit, but a lot of people... Just did you guys have sex ed where you about it. saw it happen, like the birth? 
I don't recall my I don't recall seeing childbirth in yeah. my um, pretty paltry sex education in my Orthodox Jewish schooling. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys learn about how pregnancies and childbirth happened though? Like in a textbook? In a, in a textbook, yeah. high level kind of way. Right, right. It was still kind of vague. I That's feel like horrible. it took a while for me to understand the mechanics of like, wait, where? What goes where? Yeah. Well, how hard? Yeah. How how crazy? It's not that. Like you said, it's pretty. Oh, intuitive. It's pretty intuitive. Yeah, you yeah. get it. Yeah. But if you're not like, really. if you're very, um, I don't know, the culture I was raised in is like very cerebral, mm. almost like disembodied, just yeah. very academic, like mm. just Detestable not in touch with personal. our bodies. Like I didn't yeah. know I could masturbate as mm. a person with like my genitalia until I was like in college. Whoa. Yeah, okay. I like wow. was shamed out of the curiosity yeah. and just. Yeah, horny kid like yeah, everyone yeah, sure. else, but was just like, well, I what do I do? Just yeah. like ignorance. Yeah. I don't know. Damn. Didn't even know what to do. Interesting. Did you ever? Did you ever so that's it? a little bit about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot to unpack. Again, yeah. we were talking about it before the episode, but your background's very interesting. <laughs> I want to. I want to get into. We're not talking about that. Though. We're talking about childbirth. We're talking about childbirth. Yeah. Did you, Quickly though, did you see a video? Did you guys have sex ed? Were you like no? I, I'm from Texas. We did not have sex <laughs> There's ed. There's nothing. They, uh, <laughs> they believe There's no sex just, in Texas. It's, it's exactly. literally yeah. just abstinence only. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think I think DFW, where I'm from, has one of the highest STD rates in mm. the nation because of that. A lot of births. Uh, just uh, yeah, teen pregnancy yeah. Is, is rampant, and then people yeah. are just passing STDs left and right. Yeah, uh, that's fair. And uh, that's, that was that was a big day in my school. I, grew, I remember it was it was birth birth video day. Wow. We just like the we. I went to a Catholic school too, which is crazy. How was that? How was the video? It was like everyone. It was like that week. Like everyone was talking about it. It's like, oh, you guys are gonna watch that video. Like it's looking yeah. crazy. And then like I'm we curious. It. Like what yeah. was the? Was it like whoa? That's crazy. That's gross. That's gnarly. Or yeah, wh- okay. it was. It was like I've, a I've lot seen, of fluids. Yeah, I've seen these videos. So. They're not as intense as people make them out to be. It's, I think it's a lot for a teenage boy to take in. Maybe yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like no, <laughs> no, context. no context and yeah. no kind of like sensitivity around yeah, it yeah. like hey you're about to witness this amazing paradox where someone yeah. is the strongest and the most vulnerable they're ever yeah. going to be and there's this portal to life and you're yeah. going to see a baby emerge like yeah. it's 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 very fear based like yeah, the yeah, way yeah. we're shown which yeah. yeah it shouldn't be no i think it really that's a good point in that i was thinking about how like i really do think they showed it to us to be like hey don't have don't have kids right now yeah, <laughs> yeah this is so crazy you, unless you, you want this horror show Okay. You what? Yeah, that's cool that you had sex ed. Uh, yeah, in a Catholic <laughs> school, which I think is pretty yeah progressive. That is pretty cool. And so we, yeah. me and Danielle, just grew up repressed. Yeah, you guys, yeah. Are, you guys are the weird yeah. ones here. Yeah, yeah. Catholics. Yeah. I also did not right. masturbate until I was 19 right. years old. So, <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> no, that's, like, that's <laughs> wild. That's, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> so nice of Fernando to try to like relate. Yeah, to I was trying to was make trying me to, feel normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, neither of us have ever masturbated. So. Wow, and that's really special. We are pure people. On purpose. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're taking, we're bringing this back to you. Yeah. Uh, so you went to, we talked about this a little bit, you went to law school before you became yeah. a doula. What yeah. is this? Give us the context of your life. Let me, I'll give you kind of like the overview, not mm-hmm. like an elevator pitch, but kind of like the condensed, yeah. easy to digest, linear okay. sort of, here's how I got here, yeah. that I yeah. like give in interviews when people are <laughs> seeing if they want to hire me to, to be their doula. And I'll also just say, when I work uh, as a birth doula, which is a primarily an emotional support companion mm-hmm. for people through childbirth or mm-hmm. through the reproductive cycle. Mm-hmm. I work yeah. primarily with a partner. Her name is Tina uh, Russo. She's freaking awesome. Damn. So we get hired like as a mm-hmm. two-person team. That okay. way there's always yeah. a backup yeah. um, and the family knows both of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, 
I work as a two-person team. That is just yeah. an important detail. Um, yeah. It's not just like the, the me this? show. It's a very normal. Not thing. always, okay, but it is quite common. Yeah. Um, at least for Tina and me, um, I don't know how we would. Both of us have found like I don't know how I would do this sustainably on my own yeah. mm-hmm. without like a person to process it with and yeah. to bounce yeah. ideas off of. And I just feel like I give we give better support um, yeah, right. because we're supported. Uh, and, together. and is a doula the same? It would be similar to a midwife, or are there differences so between a, two? Very, very big difference. Very okay. great question. Um, a doula is not a clinical job, so okay. it is not regulated the same way that clinicians are. So there's no mm. licensing process. There are uh-huh. different organizations, like there is this sort of small kind of doula doula training industrial complex, mm. if you will. <laughs> there's like all these different certifying, I'm saying certifying in air quotes, because yeah. it's not like a state validate or verified sort of thing. But there are these independent certifying bodies that yeah. um, train doulas. And so you do your own research. You know, you find a doula training or a birth worker organization um, that aligns with like what you're trying to do or like how you view childbirth. Are you part of one of these organizations? She's um, rogue. She's a rogue. I'm a rogue. I'm just a yeah. cow, cowboy <laughs> doula. Um, but I trained with a couple of different organizations, and I feel a little differently about them True. now. Just after doing doing actually like doing work, like working as a as a birth worker. But and I I use doula and birth worker a little bit interchangeably. Okay. The origin of the word doula, I believe, is ancient Greek, and I think it means uh. female slave. Not my okay. favorite okay. word. Yeah, um, yeah. but. It that is kind of like the most common, common word yeah, that we hear, hear that but like, oh, you know, person. like and yeah. birth companion, a lot yeah. more syllables, yeah. maybe one more syllable, okay, then, then, then doula. But um, like I did some research and found the organizations that I like w- was into at the time, yeah. kind of trained with them, and huh. sort of continue taking like continuing education workshops on like. Huh. Uh, more specific topics, but so anyone could be a doula. Yeah, like you could wake up tomorrow yeah. and be like, you know what, I'm a doula <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Some oh. some hospitals and uh. some places and some birth centers like will ask to see like, okay, does this doula have any sort of training? Can you can yeah. you provide yeah. any documentation that you've like learned about childbirth before? But it is a rather unregulated yeah. um, si- I, situation, which Art I... keeps on looking at me like he's cool. like, we should become doulas. We should be doulas. And, and I'm going to be honest, I feel like it's probably a largely female-based uh career tra- yeah. you say like there's it's a lot of it's a lot of women yeah, and a lot yeah. of people identify as women yeah, but yeah. it's not but not all yeah. yeah um but right a midwife is a is a clinician they are okay. an, an expert in the physiology of birth okay. um mm. and they yeah like you you go to school for years to become a midwife hmm. oh, um wow. but you're not a doctor in that you're not a surgeon mm-hmm. yeah um but you still have like clinical authority and yeah, you right. can still be employed by a hospital if you're a midwife Interesting. Um, but a doula is more like a freelancer yeah. who you hire to support you throughout your pregnancy and then it. comes into the like comes to the birth with yeah. you whether that's in your home or a birth center or a hospital yeah. um everything so, goes like, back to the gig economy very much doulas very much driving driving uber yeah, 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 yeah. we're the ubers of birth, I don't birth. Know. <laughs> yeah in a way um, that's a pretty good idea do you follow the, do you follow the couple or the woman from all the way from conception to childbirth or so it depends on the person. Some people will like start doing research. They want a birth, like a companion yeah. really early on in their gestation. Mm-hmm. So like people have interviewed us when they find out maybe they're about like eight or between eight and 12 weeks pregnant, mm-hmm. which is 
on the earlier side of when we first meet people. Hmm. Um, some people hire doulas when they're going through fertility treatment, like they're doing okay. um, IVF or IUI. Yeah. Um, and but and some people hire us like three weeks before they're gonna give wow. birth. They're like, well, I actually started thinking about it, and turns out I want a little more support. Yeah. So it, it's kind of a range. Yeah. But you you also you said you mentioned that hospitals also allow you guys to like come through and like totally do, like, most like, you work in hospitals well. most births that i've attended um have been in hospitals, hospitals. Uh -huh. at least in new york city that's where the majority of births happen yeah, um okay. i think because I, it's i'm not not because of an ali wong joke but like ali wong has some <laughs> joke like a doula is a white hippie bitch who like okay so i think a lot of people think a doula like oh hippie dippy home birth yeah. uh, it's a pretty good ali wong impression I'm which <laughs> which that's like, um, damn. <laughs> um and but i i have yet to go to a home birth i like can't wait i'm so excited to yeah. like, be able to be you know support a birth at home but yeah. the majority of the births i've supported have been in hospitals wait you said you haven't been in a home birth i have not oh wow tina my partner has, has supported a number of home births interesting yeah how long have you been doing this yeah um i started training in late 2019 okay and okay. tina and i met in September of 2020 and like maybe January 2021 really like ramped up yeah. the number of clients we were able to support and so yeah. but yeah so since working together starting maybe January 2021 mm. we're approaching maybe having supported about 70 families wow. together yeah which I'm, I'm proud about how did you That's great why did you pivot from law school to being a doula yes that is where we started well they're yeah, similar yeah. careers it's more yeah it's, like, really, yeah, it's really like birth the law yeah, birth yeah. people <laughs> birth the law um okay so Right. I, I'll give a little more context than I would give in a, like, you know, doula hire, hire sure. me sort of interview. But, sure. right, raised in a um, Orthodox Jewish community in northern New Jersey, very mm -hmm. close to New York City. Mm -hmm. A lot of doctors, lawyers, finance, like, mm -hmm. those are your options. Okay, so I was like, well, I nice. don't understand mm -hmm. numbers. As My dad's a doctor. He's, mm -hmm. I don't know, he's annoying. Okay, like, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll be a lawyer. I okay. Um Always had a lot of other interests, but just, ha you know, felt like the social pressure of, like, th yeah. this is my option. So sure. kind of convinced myself, like, law, yeah, totally, I want to I do that. Yeah. Um, went to BU Law School. Nice. Not uncommon for a law student to wake up and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Whose idea yeah. was this? Yeah, like, yeah. who let me do this? Right, right. Me. I did, because I have agency, and that's yeah, what yeah, I chose yeah. to do. Um, I, yeah, so I had this kind of epiphany, like, oh boy, this is not, this was not it. I also, like, watched, uh, watched a stand-up special, like, after my first summer of law school that, like, totally changed my brain. Yeah. I was like, wait, I, I gotta do that. Like, I just, it was in law which, school that I started. Rory Scovel, Rory oh, Scovel's yeah. Don't stand up for the first time. Try stand up for the first time. Ooh. Truly spiritual awakening. So yeah, true, yeah. Like, yeah. truly changed my life. Um, but, like, law school, I feel like a lot of people find themselves in college, and, like, sure. more found myself in law school. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, law. law, this is so <laughs> dumb. Um, <laughs> law is just, like, racism in career new uh, font. Mm. So, um, I love that. That, that we got to get that on a t-shirt yeah yeah <laughs> i got so many ideas for t-shirts um, also another podcast yeah, another um right so right in law school um realizing okay this isn't this is not the right fit mm -hmm. um i had some really cool friends in law school i met amazing people mm -hmm. and a bunch of them volunteered for a local organization in boston called the boston area rape crisis center cool. as um crisis workers crisis response people um and so i was like well i want to 
I want to do what you're doing. Like, you're a good person. Like, yeah. that seems really good, at, yeah. like, just a good thing to do, a good yeah. thing to be spending my time doing. So um, volunteered for this organization. So I was a crisis counselor on their phone hotline. Okay. So that meant that on a, like, I had a weekly um, shift where mm-hmm. I would – um, be the crisis counselor on the hotline. So I would field calls from people who were either themselves like in the midst of a crisis in that moment, needed mm-hmm. help safety planning, mm-hmm. needed help navigating a hospital, needed help mm-hmm. navigating like law enforcement procedure, like pretty intimidating stuff. Yeah. Or people would call in who were not um, in crisis in that moment, but yeah. were having some sort of emotional flare up to something mm. that they'd survived in the past okay. um, and needed help, you know, getting out of an anxiety spiral, mm-hmm. just sure. like feeling more grounded. They didn't need me to like fix or diagnose anything. Just listen, right? Yeah. Like listen right. without judgment right. and be like, what you're going through sucks. Yeah. And like your experience is valid. Just like this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> I basically yeah. did this podcast <laughs> for survivors <laughs> of sexual <laughs> violence. Yeah. Um, us. <laughs> and I, I really connected to that work. It felt like pretty there was pretty robust training but it was it was a very like majority like emotional labor and pretty intuitive work and just felt suited for me so i was like oh i really like this Mm -hmm. kind of thought about doing that after school but then i was like if i did if i move into crisis response full-time i feel like we're looking at a pretty quick burnout yeah okay um that that was my sense so i but i started to like get curious like i don't know are there other avenues or contexts where there's room for this kind of like counselor companion kind of kind of role right not a clinician i'm not trying to solve or like save like Mm -hmm. that is not you know what i'm doing but just to like witness and validate and hold and educate where that's appropriate nice and Um, all of this is because of rory scoville this is all i want to be clear this is all because of rory scoville he's a comedian he's based in los angeles california He came um, on stage with a tiny jacket, and you were like, "I have to get out of like, here." Yeah. I was like, "I gotta get, I gotta get to childbirth." <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, that leap. Damn, is comedians are so powerful. <laughs> yeah, comedy's really. Us three. What, who are, whose lives are we gonna change right now with yeah. this podcast? Oh my no, god, what lawyer? <laughs> yeah, what lawyer is get gonna out be now. like? Get out. <laughs> oh my god. Start a podcast. Be a doula. Yeah. Anyone can, apparently. Yeah. 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 I mean, not everyone could be a good doula. Yeah, I'm saying. Yep, yep, yep. It's like anybody can play chess, but not anybody can be a grandmaster. Yeah. Exactly. Chess. Yeah, I can't. I've tried. I've tried so hard. It's confusing. It's like rules. I'm doing air quotes for rules. Like gross. Easier to be a duel than to play chess. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) I don't. You know, hard for me to agree or disagree (laughs) because I cannot play Play chess. chess. (laughs) Um, But right. So so a friend of mine who was doing her like medical residency, but she'd also been a doula before Mm -hmm. med school. Mm -hmm. She suggested. She was like, first watch the documentary, The Business of Being Born. Okay, then okay. Uh, um, is, that what, is that about doulas? It's about it's about birth and okay. childbirth in the United States sure. and kind of like the over medicalized, mm-hmm. um, uh, like com- just like the the for profit nature of like medicalized birth, yeah, okay. um, and how that is a little very problematic. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I watched that and just like also was Another was you know a little bit less influential than Rory Scovel's. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, you special, gotta be honest, but, yeah. yeah. Um, most influential comic of all time. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah, but she she encouraged me. She was like, look into birth work. I feel like that mm-hmm. might be a good fit for you. Yeah. So I started reading about doulas. Truly, like had not heard the word doula before. Maybe the word, the year 2015, 2016. Yeah. Just so unfamiliar. Like yeah. the culture I grew up in was very like doctors. Doctors yeah, yeah, yeah. do yeah. birth, and it right. just like happens to women meanwhile like the concept of someone non-binary giving birth like wow that was so far away from like me growing you know when I was growing up but 
yeah, looked into birth work, and I was like, what? This is a job? You can just, like, accompany someone through this most, like, epic transition of their life? Like, hell yeah, dude. Like, I want to do that. You're a hype person for this, yeah. I'm a hype man for childbirth. That is what it is. Um, So, yeah, when I – I knew I was going to, like, move back to New York City after school, and I – Still, I, I moved with a very good friend from law school. We still mm-hmm. live together. Nice. Shout out Lau. She's amazing. Shout she's out a Lau. public defender. That's cool. Um, okay. That's very cool. Yeah, she's she's uh, she's excellent. Yeah. And um, but yeah, decided yeah. to dive into a number of different doula trainings. Did some research. Yeah. Um, I might choose different trainings if I were starting again today. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm you know yeah. whatever. Um, I'll, I'll always a student. So sure. yeah. I like so that. I like that philosophy. So so I started. Yeah, started like the training, which is a wow. little bit of a mm-hmm. you kind of chart your own path, path yeah. kind of thing. Um, try like tried to join a few different like doula or birth worker collectives mm-hmm. in New York City, mm-hmm. and then found one that I like really connected uh, with. Connected with. Yeah. It's called New York City Birth Village, nice. and um, that's how I met Tina, my partner. Mm-hmm. Nice. And so yeah, we like starting to partner together has been like a tremendous part of the education and yeah. like we've started excuse me um supporting yeah supporting births together nice um so i i went to a few before i met tina like supported a couple of births um like a really close friend of mine trusted me to like be her wow. doula like wow. a friend like a friend from high school so someone nice. i'd known for like 15 years nice um i have a lot of questions but yes great okay yeah, cool. yeah. that's that's the path the path yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. what do they teach you in these like classes are they lessons yeah they're they're like they're like workshops it's like um like one it'll be like a four day you know 10 hour days like you're just Mm working it's like you and like and like 15 other you know aspiring birth workers but do you learn anything about the? i'm assuming they teach like physiology yeah yeah it'd be crazy if they wouldn't yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. um we yeah you definitely learn about the physiology there's like a pretty robust reading list Mm -hmm. so have lots of pretty awesome books pretty like like happy to like recommend you know good good childbirth books um but a lot of like a lot of the emphasis is on how to emotionally support someone through this experience Mm -hmm. and how to not center yourself (laughs) how to make sure that they are the center of their birth experience um particularly in a culture or society where um, we are used to a different kind of hierarchy, like Mm. especially because for so many people, we like understand birth as this medical process, Mm. which I want to say it is not inherently, but so they kind of just assume like doctor top of the top of the food chain or like head of the team, captain of the team. And it's like, well, no, the the person laboring and giving birth, that is the center of the team. And the rest of us are kind of like, filling in gaps in, yeah. in, 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 to, yeah. to support Very them. Yeah, I do have a question. You were talking about the business of birth in that mm-hmm. video you watched. Yeah. Could you go into like more detail, like some of the things you saw in that and like instances of what you, the commodification of birth and how we like use it for profit? Yeah. Point? So birth, I'll just say like childbirth is not, rewind, a hospital. <laughs> okay. A hospital is primarily designed to be a place to take care of people mm-hmm. who are injured or ill mm-hmm. and birth is neither of those things mm-hmm. is it possible for comp like met for complications to arise in childbirth that can be treated with the medicine and in and uh, machinery and technology and expertise available at a hospital totally yeah it's a it's great to like it's great for emergencies yeah but um there's dr neil shah pretty amazing uh 
clinician and just um, like mind in in contemporary childbirth, he he described he was like you know the only difference between the ICU, the intensive care unit in mm-hmm. the hospital, and the labor and delivery floor is that labor and delivery floor like there there are operating rooms on that floor too. So wow. if you put if you put 99% of pregnant people who are fundamentally like the healthiest people in a mm-hmm. hospital yeah. on a floor where there's such close proximity to operating rooms, like, yeah, you get a lot of surgery. Yeah, yeah. You get yeah. a lot, you get a lot of intervention that is not necessarily medically indicated. It's right. not because of emergency. It's because, um, we're in a hospital and the culture is this desire for control right. and mm-hmm. for certainty. And like, let us manage your labor yeah. when it is, a it's a spontaneous kind of mysterious physiological mm-hmm. process that yeah. is not just because it's uncertain does not mean it is an emergency right right just because it takes an unpredictable amount of time to birth a baby that doesn't mean you're birthing wrong yeah. like a slower or longer birth could be better like it allows the vagina to expand mm-hmm. without tearing maybe that's like one you know one brief theory, example yeah, yeah. but um, when you are when you just immediately put someone who's laboring in an environment and there is m- much higher trust in the machinery around than there is in the person mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. going through the process then yeah you you wind up with a lot of interventions that yeah. aren't always necessary that is interesting like <clears throat> the the vibe of a hospital is like when you're there it's like we got to fix everything yeah. all at once so, right now like we already have these tools why not use them yeah you know? yeah and you know like obstetricians are surgeons mm-hmm. yeah. so there's a strange incentive misalignment like hmm. most people i don't say most but m- many people who are pregnant and are going to give birth, like do not want to do so through surgery. Some people do, and I am not trying to invalidate that. Um, But for the people who don't, right, and then you want to birth vaginally, not surgically, but you are hiring as your primary your primary, you know, uh, like clinical care person is someone whose expertise is surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a surgeon, like you got to keep doing surgery to like stay good at it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. Uh, again, hashtag not all doctors. But like, <laughs> it, it, it makes sense that, a, you know, a surgeon wants like wants to do surgery like right. mm-hmm. that. That is that is their expertise. They know that they can do it really well. Sure. Um, but it's kind of like thinking about it in a vacuum as opposed to yeah. like, yes, and how can I can continue to keep my skill set robust yeah. mm-hmm. as opposed to like the skills of a, of a midwife who are hands off, very mm-hmm. like trusting in the birthing process and mm-hmm. not like running to intervene with yeah. all of the things available. And also, right, like you can bill yeah. high more for surgery. Yeah. Um, and I, I really, I want to emphasize, like I don't think most doctors are running around like, how can I squeeze yeah, all this yeah. money? And yeah. you're you know, not anti-doctor. Of, no, yeah, yeah, no, no. Not, not at all. But the, the culture of Western medicine and like sure. certainly for-profit healthcare environments yeah. is oh, just yeah. like, yeah. that's not. That's that coin. That yeah, and like a yeah. lot of the policies in a hospital are designed are are not like evidence based in the best interest of people who are giving birth. Like yeah. almost every hospital, a person coming in giving birth, like you're not allowed to eat or drink. You you, wow. you can have some clear fluids. Yeah. Um. Okay. You're about to reach like the apex of human strength. Like, <laughs> like talk about a marathon. Like you you need calories to yeah. do that. Like, what do you mean you can't eat or drink? Right. That policy is like more. Um, like designed for 
convenience and yeah. for like liability reasons like well because right. in the event that we have to do surgery yeah, yeah, yeah. we have to pivot Make to sure. surgery it would be easier yeah. and like better if the person has to go under general anesthesia mm. if we kind of limit what's in their stomach yeah. so that they don't throw up and choke on their vomit or you know like so that it's just easier from like incision to delivery like we don't sure. have to move around all the food or, or whatever it is but that's like you're putting the person laboring last and like yeah. hospital like convenience first when did when did this transition happen i feel like before a certain time there mo most of these births probably happened at home yeah in like another birthing perhaps area yeah when does when did when did trans transition happen to like mainly hospitals yeah I guess in the 70s when Healthcare started to really ramp up. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in the the 20th century yeah. is like largely um, when that like pivot it's happened. Interesting. Um, and right, there was this kind of like, I don't know if I would say binary thinking, but like thinking of control and and comfort, trying yeah. to eliminate pain from childbirth mm -hmm. and trying to optimize for for convenience yeah. um a lot of that happened in the in, in the 20th century and there was this thinking right which is also like you know in a big picture like very very patriarchy very capitalism mm -hmm. of like how can we optimize birth you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. as <laughs> if a person's body isn't the best way to, to do mm -hmm. it so yeah. you had things huh. like um called like twilight birth like they, they were introducing like forms of anesthesia and like pain management that like oh, yeah. you get knocked out sure. for birth like not awake mm -hmm. for your birth and yeah. Um, like strapped down to tables Jeez. and it was just this this idea yeah. that like nature and w like the wildness is bad and yeah. we need to control um, and like heavily... I, I, humans have a habit of like trying to make things so efficient that they take yeah. the human aspect of things oh, out yeah. of it 100%. and they, they yeah capitalism baby yeah. Yeah. Making it as convenient as possible for us yeah but no like, pain since, no feeling exactly yeah. and like since the 70s um there's been there's been like a like hundreds of percents increase in like the number of, of surgically assisted births, mm. you know, cesarean mm. births, which is not the same, but it's, it's almost like a similar percentage jump as like incarceration where it's like, mm. what the fuck is going on? Like yeah. this can't be because. Are you saying C-sections make people criminals? Yes. That, <laughs> thank you. That's what the C stands for. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. C for criminal section. But right. Like the, the increase in like heavy medical intervention, surgical intervention is just so astronomical. Like yeah. it, it's it's sus. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, Again, you're not against surgery. Of course not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course your dad's not. A, your dad's a doctor. Yeah. yeah you support yeah. the you gotta support the family at the very least. At the very least. Yeah. It's just funny. Like I feel like people may listen to this and be like, this person doesn't like doctors and hospitals. Like I don't think that's what. You're I saying. I really hope that that's like not the takeaway. No. I just we. I know like the way I grew up thinking about childbirth was like absolute fear. Like, sure. oh my God, it's the worst pain in the world. It's yeah. so scary. You're out of control. Like I need help. I don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like all, all of this fear. Yeah. And if you can grow a baby, like you can birth a baby. Where bodies are, our bodies are made for that. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it's, I mean, that's well, our just. Body, our bodies are not. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's just how it works. Yeah. You, you yeah. give birth. And. Yeah something that Tina and I talk with about everyone, and this is a, a distinction that we learned about from a, a book called um, Transformed by Birth by mm -hmm. Dr. Britta Bushnell, highly recommended. It's a mm -hmm. beautiful, beautiful book. Um, 
pain, yes, pain part is part of childbirth. When your uterus contracts, the sensation is for almost all people mm-hmm. a painful one. Yeah. Pain is not equivalent to suffering. Sure. It just doesn't always mean suffering, right? Unlike an an infection or Mm -hmm. a a broken bone, like the pain of a uterine contraction does not signal that something's wrong. That like something, something, uh uh-oh, oh, pain, uh uh-oh, we... we." It's not like panic pain, yeah, yeah. No, it means, oh, the the uterus is contracting. (laughs) Like birth is like, labor's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And... That doesn't mean, like, knowing that the pain doesn't necessarily mean suffering. Okay, that doesn't necessarily make it feel better. But it's really important to, like, mentally prepare for childbirth. And to understand, like, you the pain is not bigger than you. It is you. Like, it is your body laboring. Hmm. As a doula, as a companion for someone in childbirth, like, we're trying to read the room constantly. Mm -hmm. Like, read the person. Like, are they crossing the threshold from pain into suffering? Because mm. that's something. Well, then, then we got to pivot how we're mm-hmm. like we got to change how how we're supporting you. Yeah. Um. Bring in some some different kind of coping mechanism or 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 yeah. tool. But that you're experiencing pain or that your partner who you're watching, you know, your spouse is like giving. If there's a spouse, like you're watching someone you love the most experience pain. Our assumption is like, oh, that's bad. Pain. Pain is the enemy. Yeah. Pain is the villain of the birth story. We got to eliminate it, get it out of yeah. here. And it's like the the pain Harder. tells you something. Right, the, right. It's this like yeah. productive pain, so to speak, yeah. which again, oh, like it's not comfortable. Like right. childbirth is not comfortable. Right. Um, but right, a lot of people I notice like have this attitude of like, um, I'm going to do an epidural because I believe in modern medicine. So, mm-hmm. and an epidural is like anesthesia mm-hmm. yeah. to like, right. that, that's medicalized pain, man, one version of medicalized pain management. Um, and I, I just, right. I'm not anti-medicine. I'm not anti-epidural yeah. at yeah. all. And a yeah. lot of people also think, oh, doulas, that's for like unmedicated childbirth, yeah. like crazy. Yeah. A lot of the births I support, people opt for an epidural. They're yeah. Epidurals are amazing, like, yeah. and they can be the best thing for someone. So, um, huh. but like, pain is not suffering, and like, uh, that's important, and that's also a pretty different attitude than like a mm-hmm. lot of clinicians, I think, have. It sounds like your job is very like, how do I inject compassion into yeah. this whole experience, and like being present, and yeah. making sure that they feel like present and compassionate about this yeah. whole. It sounds very Buddhist, honestly. You're like a support system. You just yeah, offer yeah. a support system for this person. Yeah. yeah. I'm like a – sometimes I feel I'm like a mom with boundaries. <laughs> that's fair. Like I'm – I feel like every mom should also have boundaries, but that's also – yeah, yeah, yeah. A mom. You feel like a mom. Do moms yeah. ever yeah. have boundaries, though? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Some, yeah, some sure. sure. <laughs> some do. but no, I don't think my mom does Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not there to – I'm not there to persuade you, like, get an epidural, get a yeah. C-section, yeah. don't do this. Like, I – my I don't my agenda is like the person's agency yeah. mm-hmm. and autonomy is protected because yeah. that is what I see a lot like threatened away of, yeah, in, a, yeah. in a hospital is yeah. really like not taking the person seriously right really like glossing over consent there's Love a lot it. of unenthusiastic consent mm-hmm. that wow. I see and like trying to make a little more space and like really give the person some time to make a decision like oh so you're, you, you're, you you don't have to agree to that do you want to talk about it a little bit more you but do yeah, a lot of agency. you do a lot of um mediation then right it's just like you you're sort of like the bridge between the doctor sure. so it is like law almost yeah it's sure. kind of, yeah you feel yeah. like a lawyer in a way. <laughs> there there, there is advocacy yeah, yeah. for right, sure right, and right, like right. anyone who is going into a hospital for any kind of procedure sure. or process whether it's childbirth or surgery you know some kind of surgery or illness whatever um, you have to 
unfortunately, like you have to wear your own sort of advocacy mm-hmm. hat mm-hmm. because, right, because of the profit and like sort yeah. of domination kind of culture of right. like, we know better than you. Yeah. Like there's a lot of room for your consent to be kind of second, like not yeah. a priority. Right. <laughs> but you're there to be like, no, I see you. I yeah, hear you. Exactly. I'm going to convey this. Exactly. You feel good to, yeah. And they like yeah. trust you to do that. That's so cool. Yeah, what thanks. A, what, a, what a crazy. <laughs> we could do this. You and me could be doulas. We could be. Uh, I'm a very present, compassionate person. Well, you are you not. Probably <laughs> be. He's not. He's <laughs> actually, you, you could not be a doula. No, I think I could. No. I want to say, though, we don't, like, at least with Tina and, and me, like, our yeah. philosophy and many excellent doulas would not, like, we don't take the place of someone's partner. If right. there's a partner, we do support lots of single parents. Right. Um, but we don't, like, try to step on anyone's. We have a specific role. We're not your primary partner. We're not a clinician, and we're not trying to create any antagonism or like we're not trying to disrupt. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. assist, and that's it. Yeah, I don't think I'd be good at this. Yeah, no, (laughs) Art likes to to step in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'd uh, I'd be like, yep, let's uh, let's do that. Art be like, what can I do? What can I do? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Off exactly. Often it's like there, there's no like, often there's no action items, you know, in birth. It's really like. Get through this contraction. Yeah. Right. No. Are, are you just text someone as they're in labor? What's up? <laughs> yeah. So what what's up? up? What's up? Just, I'm just chilling. What are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing after this? Yeah. 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 You want food? We, you want we, we yeah, let them me. text us first. Right. Okay. Uh, what was your first uh, birth like? Do you remember? I'm assuming I it's do. hard, hard yeah. to forget, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the first birth that I like witnessed and supported in yeah. person um, was someone who she was a second time parent um, and second time births tend to move a little faster than Mm -hmm. first time births. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was kind of surprised by how quickly everything moved. Um, But this birth was at um, the Brooklyn Birthing Center, which I actually am not quite sure what their status is now. Unfortunately, like birth centers do not like get the funding that they (laughs) deserve. Um, And so it was like non-existent for a little while, but I think they might be back Anyway, it was at this birth center in, I think it was in like Midwood or like a okay. little bit s- further, further south in, yeah. in Brooklyn. Um, it kind of looks like a house. Like mm-hmm. you yeah. like walk up the steps, it looks like a little house that's been transformed into like a clinical practice or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of bedrooms and they're all like mm-hmm. outfitted for birth. So there's mm-hmm. like a big tub, there's a toilet, there's like yeah. a big queen size bed, yeah. um, some, some machinery. Um, it's very cozy. There's like twinkle lights Aww. everywhere. It's very like warm. It's nice. Yeah. I want to go like hang out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go hang out at a birthday. I don't want to get. I want to get birth. I don't want to doula. I just want to be. That sounds nice. Yeah. Like an Airbnb, but yeah, it's a little spa. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. Were you nervous going in? Sure. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I, but I yeah. think part of the nerves is also like. Oh, I, I, I'm not going to know what to do. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. the thing. It's like you don't have to do anything. You just yeah. have to be there and, yeah. like, witness this person and, like, be yeah. present with them and, like, and help them cope. Listen yeah. to their needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you cry when the, the baby came out? I don't rem- – I have cried at, yeah, yeah, at yeah. births, but I – I don't I think cry. I cried at yeah. the f- at the first one. I don't think I cried. But I don't birth even remember. Tear up, really? Honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? It's just crazy. Just like a crazy like we've uh, so many. Uh, I can't even describe it. There's so many thoughts are going through my head right now. Why are you, why are you looking? It's like you're. It's like you're lying. <laughs> no. Okay. So this is where my my brain goes. It's like we. This is what we've been doing for so long, and like it makes me think about how I got here, how all of us got here, and it's just like so many of these experiences of birthing. 
and then you see it, and you're just like, wow, it's like a tiny human, mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, they like are just a genetic clones of these two parents, and it's just like so many, it's just so many thoughts that come to my head. It's just like reflective of uh, the continuation of civilization, I guess, yeah, and it's, it's like sort of a bigger picture, but also like such a micro. Like re, like localized situation that like reflects a bigger thing. It's uh, it's crazy to me. Yeah, and that makes me that makes me emotional. Yeah, it's yeah. very personal. It's also like very primal. Yes. which is like not a frequency. I think we're totally. all like operating on a mm-hmm. lot, yeah. and that can also feel scary. I think, which is yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Do you feel primal when you see you're like this is we're such animals? I, in in like the best way. <laughs> yeah, right. It's right, not like, like a bad especially thing. when you when I when I'm supporting someone who like has has like cultivated a lot of like trust in themselves, like and in their ability. Like, yeah. When when you're when it's time to start like bearing down mm-hmm. and, yeah. and pushing. Yeah. Right. The the standard way that a lot of us have seen, thanks to like friggin' Judd Apatow movies, <laughs> is like a woman on her back like screaming, and then like yeah. a baby comes out. Okay, that position like. Laboring, pushing a child out on your back, it looks like you're gonna say. Yeah, something. I was just gonna ask about. That. I, I've I've read that like the putting the woman in like stirrups and everything is probably one of the least efficient ways to actually give birth. Yeah, and I again, this is another thing. Like I see plenty of people birth on their backs, and like that's the most comfortable place for them. Mm-hmm. But largely speaking, if you kind of like let someone birth on their own like they would get into a position that doesn't look like that um and that is a little more sure like efficient um right that that position is not gravity's not really on your side right um it it really is primarily for the convenience Mm. of the clinician who is going to like quote deliver your baby get in there easily yeah Yeah, there's there's a spotlight that comes down from the ceiling in the hospital that's like just on the crotch and they're just dentist's office yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's like a it's like a dentist light on light, steroids. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, wow. But yeah, like it's it's amazing to watch people kind of push back against that sometimes yeah. and say, oh, you know, I'm I'm actually I'm more comfortable on my side. Like oh, I want to be in the bed. I want to be in a more restorative position. But I can tell like the baby feels better. The the baby likes this side better. Yeah. yeah. Um, huh. They like really intuit this. Yeah. And like there's and that's, a lot that's, of trust. That's where you come and you're like, yes, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Like I believe, like, I trust you and this is what you're going to get. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to imagine like by this, the 70th at home, do you feel pretty, uh, does it feel pretty powerful still or do you feel how do you feel oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it like that's kind of how i feel uh, why i feel like oh i, I feel like i picked the right thing now like like bad question it it has not gotten old yeah. yet i'm not like desensitized yeah. to it right. i am like more and more familiar with yeah. birth and like right. but it's just it's becoming more and more normal like in a good mm-hmm. way like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. birth is freaking normal yeah you can do it yeah it's yeah. really fucking hard and it hurts yeah. um but you can absolutely do it do it yeah. Um, which is which is pretty cool. Yeah. Have you had a, any bad situations where you're just yeah. like I gotta like really gotta really like crisis manage this right now? I mean, I've like witnessed trauma happen, mm-hmm. and P- Tina and I like we want to mitigate the chances of birth trauma. We want to mitigate the chances of things happening too fast, too yeah. soon yeah. with with the person like without the person's input in it, right? right. Um, and but we can't. We're not like saviors. We right. can't save everything you know right. or protect from from everything and, yeah yeah um and so i have like witnessed people's autonomy yeah. uh like be compromised i yeah. have like witnessed racism and yeah, it's yeah. fucking <laughs> frightening right um have you, have you like witnessed a like, really complicated birth 
and just like how to deal with that yeah yeah, yeah. Damn, um but right it's there's tough. also there's right i had a situation like a someone who um experience something quite rare called placental abrupture um which requires an emergency yeah like a, a, a emergency pivot to surgery yeah and this person had been laboring without an epidural mm. so they didn't have any anesthesia hooked up to them mm. because the team needed to move so fast to make sure that the, the baby could be born mm-hmm. um they had to put my client under general anesthesia mm. which means that she wasn't awake for her birth mm. which for many people is like devastating yeah yeah um she, she at least in, in talking about it and like who knows like she'll continue to process it but yeah. her experience was very like no i felt like everything was explained to me the team moved really fast mm. my baby was born like mm. it it moved in a way where i felt like i trusted my team and i felt like that was i felt like i was being taken care of yeah, so that's right good. that's a situation where maybe on paper it looks like oh traumatizing birth and yeah. yes I, the, there are elements of trauma for sure but like her recollection of it or her experience yeah. of it is not like uh, this, right, yeah. right. She, huh. yeah, and yeah, I, I can't, I can't speak for her, and I, I don't want to say like, and her, and she had a great birth, yeah, right, like right. you know. But it, it's just, it's very, it's like yeah. so nuanced and so sure. dependent on on the person. But also witnessed someone like move into general anesthesia, like yeah. not under those kinds of circumstances, yeah. where I, it was very disempowering and it sucked. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a lot. Yeah. To, yeah, I feel like birthing, just the whole, again, the whole business of it mm-hmm. is a lot. Yeah. There's a lot to take. There's so many moving parts. Yeah. Just like <laughs> things to consider that you don't really think about, especially as a dude. Uh, but there's, yeah, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Dang. And then I know when you walked in, you were talking about getting a text from someone regarding like postpartum. postpartum. Do, you, do you follow people after they've given birth to? And, like, yeah. Help yeah. Yeah. So if Tina and I, when we support someone like through their birth, um, we always visit, like, they'll see each of us at least once postpartum. Okay. So we'll yeah. come for a nice. few hours to their home. Nice. Um, and I also do some more extended postpartum mm-hmm. support. So, like, I have a client who has twins. Um, uh-huh. I was not part of her birth. Yeah. She, like, was like, no, I think I, I, I've got good birth support, but yeah. I know I'm going to need some more help postpartum. Oh, okay. But I, I want someone who's, like, a little more collaborative, who can, right. like, take care of me and mm-hmm. my babies. Yeah. Um, so what do you do postpartum? Like what, what did, what did they, yeah. what did they ask for? Yeah. So the the way I see postpartum care, first I'll just say postpartum, like the, the postpartum period, kind of an amorphous period. Like how long is postpartum? Like how long does that count? Exactly. Some people talk about it like the fourth trimester, Mm -hmm. right? So, um, or like the first 40 days after Mm -hmm. you give birth, um, for some people, they say, like, it takes about a year until they, like, really feel back to, like, you know, quote, unquote, yeah. normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is very variable, but certainly, like, the immediate month, month and a half yeah. after birth, um, you need a lot of care. You is need a like lot of emotional support? Or it's just, like, what do I, like, no, literal, like, support, like, what do I do with my body? Yeah, physical and, and emotional. So in, in the American, like, like you specifically American like if you go to like England Mm -hmm. which is also like you know western medicine is like you know reign supreme they still they have much more robust postpartum care like more check-ins nurse will like come visit you once a week in America it's like you see your OB six weeks after you give birth and then they're like they kind of like 
look into your vagina and they're like, all right, well, you're good to have <laughs> sex and here. you're good yeah. to keep working out. <laughs> looks good. Yeah. Which is just so like cold. disembodied yeah, and cold yeah. and like no one ever mentions your pelvic floor, which like I'm not sure if you guys have any familiarity with like the pelvic floor, but like never even heard of it. That there's no attention to it is bananas. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Just ridiculous. Yeah. So postpartum right we have this culture of like bounce back like get yeah. your pre-pregnancy body immediately which yeah, is right. like so fucked up when Crazy. you give birth you birth your baby mm-hmm. and then you birth your placenta which mm-hmm. is another organ that's like almost all blood vessels mm-hmm. the wound on your uterus where the placenta was attached mm-hmm. is like the size of a dinner plate it's yeah. a large wound big, yeah. and mm-hmm. if people could see that like on the outside, maybe we'd have paid leave by now. Probably not, but maybe. Probably not. Probably not yeah. Um, but it's a it's a real wound. But it's like the healing is invisible. Like yeah. the person experiencing it, like sees blood. Right. And, you know, like when you you know use the bathroom or whatever. Sure. Like you're you're you you know to expect some bleeding. But yeah. there's a lot that goes into the healing and yeah. um, being set up so that you can rest. Yeah. Like actually rest. Like right. no, don't vacuum. Like don't don't be lifting <laughs> groceries. Right. Like, Right. Someone else can do that for you. Like, yeah. let's try to make it so that someone else can do those things for you. Yeah. So certainly those first, like those immediate weeks yeah. after yeah. after your body just did the most work it's ever done. Interesting. That makes sense. Yeah. Did you have a lot of like postpartum depression? So postpartum depression. Is t- that a myth? Tip- no, no, no. It's <laughs> okay. very real. Um, that's typically, that's typically, yeah, depression's kind of fake. So <laughs> um, postpartum mood disorders are typically not. Um, what's the word like diagnosed Mm -hmm. until maybe like a month six weeks after birth um i'm usually with people like that first month first two months um so i'm very much paying attention to their mood and like checking in with them sometimes like what 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 do i do in a postpartum visit like Mm -hmm. we sit on the couch for a couple hours and they like process their birth it's a really it it can be a pretty isolating time certainly like most of my practice has been during covid like in a pandemic time where like no one's coming over doing it yeah you're like very alone or or isolated i should say so um but yeah so all that to say like i am very much paying Mm -hmm. attention to people's mood and like Interesting. Are, are you feeling loved or are you feeling okay? Like you're yeah. exhausted, of course, but mm-hmm. um, right. yeah. Is it tough to like have clients that are like hard to work with and just like you can, you're clearly like not connecting with them and just like how do you deal? How do you deal with that? I feel like that's that's like so big. Yeah. Like, so hard. Yeah. yeah. That's why like we we always anytime someone interviews us, mm-hmm. we're like sleep on it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. meet some other doulas too. <clears throat> yeah. um, have you ever passed on anybody? Or you're like this is not a good fit. Um, I don't. Not not yet. But you're I not think like we have. It. But yeah. it's certainly true. Like yeah. some clients we like really, really deeply connect, connect with, with and yeah. then others it's like it's it's good. Like we we, we did our I, I feel like I did my job, but right. I'm kind of like a I don't know yeah. a little bit. Yeah. 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 Which I think is again very human, you know? Yeah, I think it's just like it's about them. Right. Right. right, right. And so As long as you do that. Yeah. As long as I like just give them the space to tell me to like tell me how I can support them. Yeah. Um, sometimes they people don't always know. Or right. but yeah, making sure like you're they're they're driving. Sure. Like they're in charge. Sure. Um I like that. But yeah, sometimes I'm like, yeah, let's hang. And they're yeah. like, I'm good. No, you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm busy too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Weird random question that just came to yeah. my head. Yeah. Have you ever met anyone that ate their placenta? Yeah. Really? Well, is that a thing? not like fork and knife, like just no, no, eating no, no. it. No, but, but, 
But um, <laughs> most mammals consume their placenta. Yeah, after I, yeah, birth. yeah. Is that a thing? Um, People do that. Humans yeah. Do that. So, so there's something called like placenta encapsulation. Okay. So, like, I know a lot of birth workers who know how to like basically like transform the placenta into, into like pills. little pills yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so wow. not a lot of people who do that is that is it like good for you like, um, for your skin apparently it's like great for your skin right? yeah so like oh, i i, I encourage yeah yeah I, Art's eating placenta constantly. i just want to know if my placenta purchase was valid no. uh, <laughs> i want to know and what if i yeah um what about eating someone else's placenta yeah. is that good for your skincare regimen yeah. um i mean art does have fantastic bad. skin so yeah it's a, I, have a very, sure I have a skincare routine, dude. You got to get on it. Yeah. Do you see this? I need to eat a placenta. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. You ever ask for it? You're like, can I have a piece um, of that? You guys going to eat that? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're in it. You're... Um, yeah. There is, there's a lot of, I encourage anyone who's curious about it, like yeah. read evidence-based studies yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, you know, there, there isn't one answer for anything, right? right, um, right. Just in life, but certainly with childbirth. You're pro science. I want to make that very clear. Yeah, Danielle's but pro but science. even but like also with science, like like there's this new study. Um, Do your own research. Yeah, there's a yeah. new study called the the Arrive study, which, long story short, it we've seen a, like a big uptick in a lot of. Um, doctors recommending that people induce labor at about 39 weeks of gestation mm. citing this study mm. i just want to encourage everyone like read the freaking study before yeah, just yeah, being yeah. like well i believe in science <laughs> like because the, the data is like yeah well mostly like mostly with like 20 it's like uh, it studied people it's a very specific very group. specific yeah. population like patient mm -hmm. population of like right. you know 23 year olds most of my clients are like mid late 30s early sure. 40s that's a, that's sure. a very yeah. different body and situation right. so all of that to say like yes sure science but yeah. like you know not like in a religious faith like uncritical approach yeah. to it damn interesting yeah your life's crazy thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> you like so you like babies you're a fan of oh kids. babies are so babies. cool <laughs> it would be great if she was like, like nah. I actually, I yeah no so sometimes nah. i'm like fuck these babies like yeah, i'm not yeah, yeah. like i'm there for them i'm there for the parents like right. i think the parents that's, are amazing that's trying to, yeah, trying yeah. To, yeah um but ba but i do hang out with babies like every week and yeah. i i love that right. i really outside do. of your job you just have a litter of babies yeah, just yeah i just home. sort of find them and then i steal them yeah new york is crazy there's babies around there's just babies around yeah, yeah. um but yeah but yeah i do love and like newborns are very newborns are predictable in a lot of ways yeah, yeah. and they're just like they're sweet and do they you, sleep do you, spank, do you spank all the babies i'm a, i'm physically right? abusive with all of the babies. <laughs> yeah that's the thing though right like mm -hmm. doctors do that to like make sure they like are breathing that's the thing no? um yeah like they'll sort of tap them that's not like a spank it's not <laughs> it's like, not like <laughs> um but there's like different ways to like stimulate their back right, right, or right. their face to like yeah. make sure that like you right. know, they're like turning pink at least immediately after birth and, like you but. you do that like you are in the position to do that they sometimes the the, the client wants you to do that sometimes right so hit their you, kid <laughs> no, no 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 like no. take the baby like after they burn like try to like do all those like procedural kind of things so i don't i don't do that okay. um there is a usually like a pediatric nurse in the room got it, got it, okay. who's there to kind of like yeah. check the baby out so you don't touch the baby you shouldn't look at the baby. after birth <laughs> i me i usually do not I, I, I usually don't touch the baby. Yeah. Um, 
the ideally like most people are interested in having like immediate skin to skin contact like yeah. having their baby on mm-hmm. their chest like right. uninterrupted for like at least an hour yeah especially if you're trying to breastfeed or, yeah. or body feed if that's part of like your goals yeah um having like bringing your baby immediately to your chest is like the be- one of the best ways to, to facilitate yeah. that yeah um but it's mostly postpartum visits that's when i'm like yeah, yeah can i chill with your baby, baby? Yeah, okay. <laughs> you want to go take a 45 minute shower and i'll just I'll like catch up baby. with your baby yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like really fun right Okay, that's a good picture of, because uh, in my mind, I guess doulas are just like, oh, they come in, they like deliver the baby, they are, they are there, like taking the baby, like everything. Mm-mm. But no, it's okay. No, it's, okay. I, hype, I, hype man. Yeah. I would love to catch a baby one day. Like that would, that would be so cool. And that is like the catch word, that yeah. is the word that Amazing. they use. Amazing. Um, I, I well, have not out, done that so. and it's not, and that is not it's within my job yeah, description technically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bring a mitt. Every, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but my like labor support, like mm-hmm. in the room when someone's laboring, it's a lot of physical touch. If that's something yeah. that they want, um, I always bring some like es- essential oils in the room. Again, everything I say, it's like with the person's consent. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, Tina and I right. always bring like flameless tea light candles, a string uh, of twinkle mm, lights, which sounds right. a little like oh, corny. The, vibe, we literally dude. set the vibe. Jesus. Like make it as peaceful as possible. Exactly. Like yeah. hospital fluorescent lights and linoleum floors are just like not cozy. No. And yeah. the the hormone. For you guys. Here's a little. Okay, this is also like a. The, the hormone that drives labor progress, mm-hmm. primarily, there's a whole hormonal kind of like uh, cocktail, if you yeah. will, um, <laughs> Machinery is, is called yeah. oxytocin. Yeah. This is like the, yeah. the love hormone. The cuddling right? hormone. Yes. Yeah. It's like that's the hormone we release when we orgasm, when we hug someone we yeah. love, when we feel nice. safe. Most mammals birth in like they'll find a quiet corner of a forest or a cave, somewhere that's like dark and yeah like lights aren't on you you know right. you don't feel pressure you don't you you feel safe right a hospital room right with the fluorescence and the and beeping and whooping right. exact with the dentist spotlight that doesn't feel co- like that's not conducive to the right. uninterrupted flow of oxytocin that makes sense so the, a lot of labor support is like transforming the room yeah, yeah. like doing a little you setting know setting the vibe I it was it. it's fun what and also, like, the medical staff usually really is into it. Like, they'll yeah, come yeah, in yeah. and be like, ooh, I love this yeah, yeah, yeah. vibe. Don't <laughs> forget that medical people also are human, you know? They Doctors like, are people. Like nurses they, are people. Everyone's yeah. human. Not in my book. <laughs> yeah. They're just capitalist yeah. pigs <laughs> in your book. Um, amazing. I feel like I've, I've asked uh, main, most of my questions. Anything else on your mind? I think, uh, yeah, I think I've, gotten, I've gotten my questions out. I've yeah. Duels are cool. You guys are cool. Yeah. yeah. This is fun. Yeah. Uh, anything else on your mind you want to say before? I was gonna say, would you would you get a doula if you okay. if you were to have a kid? Yeah, oh, have a child. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be weird if you're like, no, no, <laughs> no. Man, I don't like people not worth career path. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not sure if like childbirth is in the cards for me. I'm like, sure. I'm just okay. not sure. But sure. but if it if I if I if do, do yeah. go down that yeah, route, absolutely. like yeah, I want a cozy as cozy ass room, like yeah. really kind, like warm people. Uh, um, I love it. But yeah, the the last thing I just want to say um, is just about equity in, yeah. in like birthing mm-hmm. and like the, the discrepancies in, in mortality rates among like, like across race are, are horrifying. Yeah, yeah. insane. Um, sure. And there are a lot of amazing birth workers, like black midwives and doulas and, and indigenous midwives and doulas who are, um, we have to listen to them. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, I can't speak for, like I, I can only speak to my own experience, right. but 
anyone who has any like if childbirth is relevant to your life which i think it's relevant to everyone to of, even yeah. in even if it's just like a little bit right um to write to to seek out forms of, like seek out knowledge from yeah like and like expertise from yeah, yeah like yeah. lived experience is a very real form mm -hmm. of of expertise nice. Nice. um i love it and so i just want to yeah, yeah encourage people to look into it yeah, yeah. be curious open your eyes right. open your fucking third eye third man. eye dude <laughs> Uh, Daniel, where can we find you? You're also a comedian. You gotta, you gotta plug yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, follow me on Venmo at female intern. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm spot. I'm on Instagram, female nice. intern. Love it. Shockingly, that, that handle no, wasn't taken. It's, so. a good, it's a good handle. I like handle. it. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, one last thing before we uh, kick you out yeah. forever. Yeah. Um, something as a little palate cleanser, uh, something we ask all of our guests. Cool. Can you please describe your perfect day? We're talking about 24 hours. What do you do? What are you eating? Who are you seeing? What activities are you doing? Only constraint, 24 hours. What are you doing? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I love this. Wow, I love this. It's an amazing okay. question. One of the best questions we ever asked, I think. Yeah. Really, the only reason we do this We podcast. do this podcast. Yeah, we're just yeah. like, we got to wait until an hour, and then we get the best. Yeah. So one question is, do I need to tell you that, like, does it need to be in a linear fashion? No, you should start I... it at the end, and then be like, <laughs> how did we get here? It's up to you. Okay, I mean, record scratches. As long as, long as we get an okay. idea of a full yeah. day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Ideally, waking up in like the seven, somewhere in the seven hour, like seven, seven thirty, yeah, <laughs> okay. like set like seven Early. thirty in, wow. in, nice. in the sevens, okay, nice. right? Like get you know, in the sevens. ideally, hopefully yeah. we've gone to sleep. You know, we had a nice night right, of sleep. Right, right. Perfect day, um, you had a nice night. Sleep. Perfect right, right. day starts right. off rested. Great. Okay, I'm rested. Get up, do some morning pages. Actually, first I brew some coffee. Okay. I love Oslo coffee. I'm okay. fancy as okay. fuck. Okay, and I like. What's I your like, brewing method? Okay, I have a little grind, a grinder. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah nice. I think it's Cuisinart. A cuisine, <laughs> they want to yeah, sponsor. Classic. Um, yeah, and I use a French press. I would mm -hmm. like to learn how to use an AeroPress, um, mm -hmm. but in my ideal day, like I guess in my ideal day, I already know how to use an AeroPress, yeah. so I'll I'll brew it that yeah. way. It's very easy to yeah. use, by the way. You should get one. That that's what I hear, but like I watched a lot of YouTube. Whatever. Mm. If we can kind of like well, do a little tutorial, we'll cool. talk a little about it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Brew some morning coffee with some like creamy oat milk. Hell yeah. Ooh. Um, do some like morning pages. Are you guys mm -hmm. familiar with the book The Artist's Way? Oh yeah, hell yeah. Nice. So you know, write write a few pages. Nice, it's a great book. Um, yeah. Do some morning pages. Okay, then I maybe make a a, a like a fun like a nice mm -hmm. uh, breakfast. nutritious breakfast. Uh, as we've been like over, today. I really yeah, yeah. like breakfast. So yeah. that would probably involve eggs, nice. maybe some meat, like maybe mm -hmm. a sausage yeah. or something. Avocado. Um, avocado. Get no, in those healthy it. fats. Maybe nice. sprinkle on some Trader, Trader Joe's everything, uh, but the bagel. Good. Yeah. That stuff is good. I have some in my pantry. Hell yeah, you do. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> what's knew. up. You just saw it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and nice. yeah, some, some veggies. Okay, cool. We have some breakfast. Nice. Um, some things I'm going to want to get done on my perfect day. Love it. Some movement, okay? okay. So maybe sure. that means uh, a yoga practice. Nice. Maybe that means some high-intensity interval training. Ooh. Maybe it means taking a, f a goddamn walk for once. Okay. Um, it's a walkable city. It's pretty, yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. intense. That's a pretty yeah. intense, yeah, a goddamn okay. walk for a, once. A goddamn walk for once in my <laughs> life. Um, yeah. But although I will say I do like to do walks in the evenings. Mm -hmm. I know this sounds a little creepy, but like I love, I'm a little, not like peeping Tom, like I don't care if I see people, but <laughs> I love like seeing people, like, People's lighting fixtures, yeah, yeah, yeah. like what people kind of also don't close their curtains. They don't right. close their curtains. So you can't and I'm see like, I'm gonna them. judge you for having LED yeah. light bulbs. Like yeah. that's a weird choice. So You're very much about the vibe. Of the I'm place. so about the vibe. Lighting. I'm so yeah. sensitive to lighting. Okay. Um, Sorry about this harsh lighting. No, this is 
This, this is great. This is a production. What you, what you guys have done here. <laughs> um, incredible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Another thing I'm going to want to do on my yeah. perfect day is play some music. I play I play okay. upright bass. That's right. So I'm going to want to practice some of that. We were talking about the upright bass last night. We'll really? Talk more. Yeah, we'll talk more. We'll talk okay, more. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Off pod. Yeah, off pod. Um, I'm going to want to do that. Um, I would love to spend some like quality one-on-one time with a friend that uh, is like a big way that i like recharge and just feel, right. feel seen and yeah. loved um so i'm gonna want to do that um which one of us would you use more time oh what a good question yeah. i mean Put you on the spot I know, wow I'm sorry but you have to choose Hmm. One of us is gonna be hurt. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I already am, hurt. The, 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 yeah, thinking about it so long. The, I'm already. Yeah, hurt. yeah. The, 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 whoever you don't pick will uh, hurt themselves. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So uh, be careful. Uh, <laughs> I like that it's open to chance. Yeah. The answer is neither. I, I, I can't. That, yeah, that, that's a, that's a better answer. That I is. Think. Well, that I, is I think I would try to see if I could hang out with both of you. Which oh, uh, cop out, cop out. Okay. But yeah. that's fair. Who are you sing? But first? this is fun. Who am I texting first? Hey, Fernando. Yeah. So I, I I can't decide. I'm gonna have to decide that in that's the fair. moment. That's okay, that's okay that's which fair. one of you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm very conflict averse, so I'm just that's gonna no, not okay. answer the question. Also, seeing people is very it's it's, it's a about lot. the vibe, you know. Yeah. The whole thing. Who do you want to see? Yeah. yeah. Which one of you is like better at lighting design? You know, that's, that yeah. guy right there. Okay, well, well then honestly, it's probably probably gonna hang out with. That's art. fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's okay. fair. Um, that's a good reason. I think not not to like it's not a personal thing. It's more just like who has skills. That's fair. Um, who's gonna like help my oxytocin flow? <laughs> um, That's Fernando for sure, not me. I want to go to a bookstore, primary like p- preferably a mm-hmm. bookstore cafe hybrid. Oh, okay. There's one near here. We, the the fiction se- center. Hell yeah. Have you been there? I love that place. Oh, that place is sick. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. Um, yeah, a place like that. I'm I'm very wow. Love to park in a bookstore for like <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah, hours. Okay. But like a yeah. Used to do like a Barnes and Noble, but that was before. Yeah. Like, there's other places. Yeah. There's yeah. other cool places. Sure. Um, and then I would love to see some live music. Love so cool. I love, I love, I do like jazz, nice. but uh, but like anything that's like groovy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Moving by a little some, bit and into it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Um, maybe we could like go have dinner at this restaurant called Fonda. I don't know if you've ever been there. I've I think it's in Park Slope. It's like Fonda. some fancy never sort been, of like Mexican fusion place. I'm into it already. It's really tasty. There you yeah, go. technically, that, that's not the reason why he likes it, but yeah. it's anyway. really it's really good. Yeah, Art's um, always telling people I'm Mexican, just like he just, yeah, just saying wanna, to people on the street. It's more for me. It's yeah. more to be like I have a Mexican friend. He's announcing <laughs> it constantly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, a creep. Anyway, yeah. um, um, that's fun. But yeah, I think like having enough room to like uh, do all the things I'm curious about yeah. in yeah, a day, sure. but also like have some downtime. Yeah. So I wouldn't be like too packed, like back to back activities, yeah. but right. Yeah. Does that, does that? And then you end your day just chilling? And, and then I would end my day, right. So I'd probably see some live music, come home, probably like smoke some grass. Nice. Um, giggle to myself for yeah. a little bit. If my roommate's around, I would love giggle to giggle in her company. Love it. Um, yeah, I love ending. I love ending my day hanging out with my with my roommate. Uh, she's such, she's like really she's dear friend. Great. We're yeah. just, yeah, we're tight. Like it's fun. Great. Yeah. Great, feel, perfect feel day. Feel loved. Yeah, yeah it's I just, it would it. probably a be A chill relaxed. time. Yeah. I love good food. Yeah. Hanging yeah. with people. Yeah. Someone once told me it's strange that I'm friends with my roommate, and I was like, it's strange that you're not, not friends, friends with your roommate. Yeah. Well, I mean, you live with this person. Everyone is so different. I, I'm very lucky, like, the last, all of the roommates I've had, like, since graduating college, mm-hmm. yeah. I've always lived with one person. It's always been, like, one of my closest friends. Yeah. 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 Which, that works for me. Right. Yeah. I love it. Domestic it's a great way to live. Partnership works yeah. for me. Friendship, I love that. Friendship yeah. in a living space is good. My, yeah. my roommate also. I met him last year. We moved in together last year. It became one of my from this friends. podcast. From this podcast. Yeah. 
crazy. This podcast so if you want to be roommates, wow. oh, apparently, oh, apparently okay. it's a great track record for building, building yeah. Oh, my God. That's, Again, this that's is the Roy Scovel podcast. This is the Roy. <laughs> to bring it all together. Oh, my God. I want him to be my mentor so badly. Yeah. You could probably hit him up. He's probably just chilling. I probably could. Anyway. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you this guys is so, so much fun. for having me. I learned me. a lot. No, yeah. yeah. You're great. You're fantastic. Great. Yeah. Hell yeah. You, you know, fact check me. Like, <laughs> yeah. go, listen to some other doulas too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, we'll get all the doulas. But, yeah, this cool. is so this is so dang fun. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. I'm going to have to re-listen to the episode because I did zone out for a while. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what you I actually said. wasn't listening to anything you said, but <laughs> it was really fun. It sounded nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's all it counts. All right. Well, thank you so much for doing this. You want to sign us off? No, no, you do it. All right, I haven't done it in a while. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Catch you guys on the next one. See ya. Fernando. What's up, Art? What an app. Yeah, honestly, that's the... I know I said up top that me and uh, Danielle were good friends. That was honestly the first time that I met her was on that (laughs) podcast. And... (laughs) And I will say that she is a, uh, while not a great person, she is a delight all the yeah. same. You uh, know? Danielle Deli- Delighty. De- yeah, Danielle Delighty, Deli- if anything. Deli- yeah. Delighty. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, I don't know if I want kids, to be honest now. I'm thinking what? about it. I woke up feeling like I wanted about? kids, and now I'm like, it's, uh, it's a lot of After like work. a one-hour conversation? <laughs> yeah. And, like, I just don't want her to get work is what I'm trying to say. Okay, so you're just trying to put a woman out of work is what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Art's so against – yeah. He's against women's suffrage. He's against women in the workforce. He's against – We could be doulas. You know, we we mentioned it on the pod. I think we we did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was just like – because I am curious as to how many, like, men are actually doulas. Doulas. I feel like it's one of those That's things. Such a fun like, word to say. Doula? I, I kind of want. You, yeah. I, I become a doula just to be like I'm a doula. Doula. It's it's du- it has like a. It reminds me of gondola. You know how I said up top yeah. I was oh. like, duva, duva, and uh, a douche. But I'm like yeah. now it's you like said, gondola. You know. Gondola. I would say that it's similar, more similar to gondola. And I will be honest, gondola is less gendered, so <laughs> better pool. I mean, not to plug other podcasts. There's a great episode on Radiolab about how in Italy, in Venice especially, all the gondola. Rowers are traditionally men and passed down from family to family. But in like the 2010, 2008, there was a first woman gondola rower. uh, And she like broke the mold. But then she came out as a trans man. So it's like, it's like there's still, has there ever ever been a woman still? Maybe not, you know? Yeah. I guess it depends on how progressive you are. How right and like what 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 how progressive are you are do, do you do you consider do you consider there being a first woman that do you consider that being the first woman well i prefer please I prefer answer answer it on mic right now no don't don't try to give any context well i prefer the, i prefer do, the term do you first think, lady do you prefer do you think it's the first lady do you think it's the first woman do you think what do you I think? don't know i mean the whole podcast is about like we no one really knows and i feel like mm-hmm. i'm with but them. i'm asking like, you what I your really opinion know. is what do you think well, you know, see, I don't, I don't touch topics like this because they're a little too murky for me. But anyway, back to doulas. <laughs> yeah, back to doulas. I don't think there's ever been a first man doula, and I think we should do that. For, I, I, there probably are male doulas. Name one. I mean, I can't name more than one doula. <laughs> doula <so>. right now. <laughs> you know, one doula. But anyway, I think we could be good at it. I think it's just like it's one of those things. I feel like uh, women probably like prefer like women gynecologists. 
Yeah. That sort of thing. But there are male. I don't know. I, I have a lot of women stepping into my office, you know, trying to get <laughs> trying to get that pap smear. So. Oh, do you get yours, dude? That was that was rough. I'm sorry, guys. That's not that came off in a way that I did not intend it to. <laughs> that came off in a really weird light. Yeah, that was I, that was I, a I, lot. I felt it. I felt it as soon as I said it. I got a little too flagrant. I got a little. I was having too much fun. Um, um, You're gross. Yeah, that was disgusting. You're a gross I'm, person. I'm sorry. Uh, but yes, women do prefer <laughs> women gynecologists, and uh, it's because of men like me. So it's, yeah, sure. Uh, but hey, I think again, I think we'd be very supportive. I think we'd be pumped about it. I love. Chi- I, I think childhood yeah. childbirth is like beautiful. Again, I talked about it on the pod. I would. Cr- yeah. I probably would cry a lot. Yeah, so. I think I think from what Danielle said, it's just about you have to be like a be a chill person, kind of be yeah. a chill, and also be like like she was saying, just be willing to take a step back and realize that like this is not about you in any way or shape or right. form, which is obvious, but I do also think is something that people might also struggle with. Sure, because and also it would be hard for us because we're just two narcissists talking, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but hey, love the baby, but I'm having a good time. Yeah, I'm gonna make this about me. Yeah, you should. Yeah, but can you name it after me? Yeah, you know what I'd love? I would love setting up the room. That sounds so fun. Like the twinkly yeah. lights. Like make sure like the lights like nice and like. I really nice, do like, think people would machine. just set it up Dexter style, just like Saran wrap and stuff all over the walls. I mean, you maybe. Yeah. Just, yeah. So the cleanup's way easy for everybody. Yeah. That's gross. Anyway. Honestly, yeah. Great. Great talk. Great talk. Love Danielle. Love Danielle. Um, sorry for compare you to a stork but you know it's hard not to i'm also really sorry for that pap smear comment if anybody's <laughs> listening about it. yeah if I'm, I'm spiraling i feel real guilty uh i i was trying to paint art as a sexist at the top of this <laughs> podcast and i will say that now i have outed myself yeah it's also a sexist uh but it is about just acknowledging your flaws so that you can then address them yeah so please work with me and uh give me time to work through this as hard I, hard time yeah. Yeah. Well, it'd be nice Thank if you. you wrote out like on your notes app a little apology, so you can send. It. I mean, I'm reading it right now. Um, no, you're okay. I got it. Okay. <laughs> you just typed it up. That's yeah. So fast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm I like the beginning. I, I write a lot of apologies. Okay. Yeah. I write a lot of. This was copy pasted. Yeah. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, I like how in the beginning you you uh, you infuriated our incel demographic. Now you're infuriating our feminist demographic. I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel. I don't know if it was like. It was it was just a weird thing to say, <laughs> so I just uh, no, that's I'm cool. just I'm just sitting here twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> Women be lining up outside of my office. Yeah, to get their paps here. What is that? Ah, that's such a fuckboy thing to say. Well, we'll open it up to the public and see how they feel. About okay. It. All right. Yeah, please tell so, me if I'm a bad person. Well, I think you already know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining us. You want to do it? You got it. And guys, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Teach Me Good. I have been Fernando Reese, and there's Art Kai sitting across from me. And we'll catch you on the next one.